Marxism, socialism, communism, progressivism, these are different names and versions of the same sick joke played on mankind for eons. Each of these systems of thought and government, no matter how nobly they might be portrayed or generous they might appear, all exist to let the rich, connected, and powerful thrive at the expense of the serfs. I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan with a reflection on life and liberty. Marxism, socialism, communism, progressivism, whatever you call them, they share a common defining attribute. Each demands state-sponsored coercion at the point of a sword or barrel of a gun. Every single nuance of life must be dictated and controlled. There can be no unapproved actions or even thoughts. And even when the systems are working perfectly, they not only fail to deliver on their packaged assurances of happiness and equality, but they end up producing sorrow, misery, and despair for all but the exclusive class of self-appointed masters. Consider how the rulers of China, Venezuela, the old Soviet Union, and so many others live compared to their huddled masses. When confronted with the misery found in Marxist countries, the only expectation the proponents can muster is that their ideas simply haven't been done properly yet by the right people. Just give them one more shot, they declare. The sad truth is that it's not that these systems haven't been tried well enough. It's they've been tried repeatedly. By their very nature, they are designed to be destructive to the human soul. They arise not from a sincere belief in human dignity and individual liberty, but are rather the sick product of elitist nihilism. Karl Marx wrote in 1844, The first requisite of the happiness of the people is the abolition of religion. Marx was a secular humanist who wanted to replace the God of Scripture with the promise of a benevolent state. What he really wanted, of course, was to set himself and his followers up as the unquestionable master lording intellectually over the masses. For those who believe Marxism or socialism can somehow be compatible with Scripture, consider this one point. Marx's system demanded the abolition of all private ownership. It rested on the premise that no one should own anything. Scripture not only presumes private ownership of goods and property, but in the Ten Commandments given to the people of God, we're told not to steal. In parable after parable in the New Testament, Jesus extols hard work, investment, and private ownership. Yes, we're commanded as believers to help those in need, to share what we have, but to do so voluntarily and not through compulsion from the state. The modern isms arising from Marx are rooted in the state stealing all property and distributing goods based on the intellectual whims of those in charge. It's not that the good ideas of Marx and his followers have been poorly executed. It's that their ideas are wholly incompatible with human joy at the most fundamental level. Deep in their hearts, the sincere adherents of the isms know they're wrong. That's why they're such a joyless lot. They promote what they know is a lie. It's why they can't handle mockery. They hate being questioned and are enraged when their beliefs are exposed to ridicule. They're thin-skinned and emotionally weak. Their value system is built on a foundation of intellectual, emotional, and personal insecurity. They're schoolyard bullies who relentlessly torment all who refuse to bow down and comply. It's time to stop coddling them. 
to stop treating their ideas as even slightly meritorious. Nearly two centuries of practical application and a millennia of extended experience has proven them completely wrong. Socialists, progressives, communists, and Marxists are the flat earthers of political and economic thought. Some of them are con artists, many of them are stooges, but all of them are victims to their own bad ideas. They are not intellectuals sincerely seeking truth. They are the fall guys in a long, deadly, sick joke. We must continue to fight these pernicious beliefs, expose the greed, and ridicule the outlandish claims. And yes, even to point and laugh at them. Hey, if you like today's Reflections podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate it, leave a review, and encourage your friends to listen. The Reflections podcast is presented by Texas Scorecard. Luke Marshall produced today's edition in the 1836 studios, and I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan. Thanks for listening.